Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello Achievers, welcome to the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name's Sasha Black and here with me every week is... Daniel Wilcox. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) said my name so excitedly then. So can can I do a disclaimer at the beginning, which is that Sasha had her book launch for Anatomy of Prose yesterday. And so she's worried that she's a little bit lackluster, no energy, uh, yeah. just worn out. Um, but I think it, it's well-deserved. And if anything, you, you smashed it. So Thank congratulations. I've actually, uh, for people watching on YouTube, I'm toasting a nice whiskey <laughs> beverage. So congrats, oh Sasha. My God. Thank you. Yeah, I, I am going to try and be my most perky self today. But um, secretly <laughs> on the inside, yeah, I'm like dying on the inside. And I am, <laughs> no word of a lie, getting straight into bed after we finish this. Which is um, odd for you. I know. It is incredibly mm. odd. Yeah, for anybody that knows me, I, I rarely go to bed before one o'clock in the morning, uh, unless it's term time, in which case I force myself to bed slightly earlier. Um, I'm so tired though that I feel a bit sick. So <laughs> there's always that. Um, so if there's okay. a sudden gap in the video, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I needed a minute. No, okay. So housekeeping. Um, have you? What have you done that's cool this week? Or you know, what have you enjoyed? What have you? Do you have somebody you'd like to shout out? Or so a minute ago I was struggling to think of one. Now I've got two. Um, <laughs> so my week has been really, really inspirational. Not for anything that I've done specifically, <laughs> but because number one, um, have you watched any? I don't know if this is your thing. Have you watched any of uh, Michael Jordan's One Last Dance on Netflix? I have never even heard of that. Oh, it's basically a documentary which chronicles the Chicago Bulls' massive winning streak that happened during the nineties when they had their peak team and Michael Jordan was at his best. And uh, I've been watching that, and I, I used to play basketball. I'm, I'm very much a person who likes to watch basketball when I get the chance. Um, but I also love mindset i love watching people develop and i love watching what makes the greats the greats and if anyone's interested you don't have to be a basketball fan if anyone's interested in seeing what it takes for someone to excel and just hit the top of their their profession and how what's like how tunnel vision do you have to be just to to get to where you want to be and if you've got that if you've got that vision how nothing else can shatter it it's just it's just a really really inspiring documentary i'm only about um i've finished episode four out of ten so I've still got so much more, but it's one of those where you watch it and you just get fired up. Mm. Like I, I've got, um, I've turned my outdoor bike into an exercise bike during the quarantine stuff. And I was on that for an hour the other day, just watching it, like cycling while I was watching the thing, just like, yeah, I'm them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll quickly nod and, and just couple on the other part of that, which is um, for anyone who is a massive fan of Kevin Hart, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Hart. And he's done quite a, a string of interviews this week on, with like the Tim Ferriss podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast. And if you just want something uplifting that just makes you want to live life better, stronger, faster, then just listen to that. I'll say no more, but it's, it's really uplifting. Um, I love motivational stuff, so I may mm. give that um, a watch. Also because I um, 
I think tunnel vision is amazing and lots of people when I was growing up would uh, mock me for my tunnel vision and Mm. so I just yeah I love what it means what it creates and how important it is for people who are successful and yet you can get berated for you know having that mindset and my my cool thing not cool why do I keep saying cool my thing that I've enjoyed this week is complete escapism um it's complete guilty pleasure and uh, as a kid I was not a massive Trekkie, but a little bit of a Trekkie. Um, I did really used to love watching the Captain Picard series with my dad, who is a huge Trekkie. And um, he, I, he suggested I should watch uh, Picard, which is the newest one on Amazon yes. Prime. And oh my God, I literally binged it. And um, now I have gone back to watch Discovery, which was... So there's two new series. There's one called Picard, which is newer. And then there's Star Trek Discovery, which is slightly less new, which is on Netflix. And and now I'm binging that. And um, they're just, oh God, just such good guilty pleasure watching. (laughs) Um, And also I just, I really love when you watch something, a series like that, and it just spins off loads of ideas that are completely unrelated, but still, you know, you take themes and essences of whatever it is that you're watching but even if you write in a completely different genre or do you, yeah. I just love that interconnectedness of story um yes. so yeah that is the thing that I have been enjoying this week okay no more fucking about weekly <laughs> confessional <laughs> did you do your task yes I did I edited six episodes of great writers learn miniseries which is the first of potentially many miniseries um in which myself and the mystery guest, who I've still not announced, I'm leaving that for the patrons to find out on the, the 1st of June. Um, it, yeah, we basically break down six different areas of author craft. We discuss the mistakes that we've made and we talk a lot about uh, how people can avoid what we've done to, <laughs> to basically, <laughs> basically just a shortcut their way to, to, to better days. And it's been a lot of fun to do. And it's been an experience because it went from basically a six episode mini series that would go on the podcast feed to okay, I'm also sticking these on the YouTube feed because I put all the great writers share on YouTube a couple of weeks ago to, okay, I'm now going to jazz these up so they're more YouTuber friendly. Mm. So they're a bit more grabby for a YouTube audience. So I've basically sort of taken what should have been, I don't know, probably about a five hour job and expanded it to a 20 hour job that I've mashed out this week. But I've had a lot of fun doing it. And it's been, I'm really, really happy with the overall outcome and I'm interested to see how it goes. And this is, so this is, well, definitely, this is one of my, well sort of half related questions but um this content repurposing is really huge and important especially for businesses like ours and i will talk to you offline about some other things that you could do um with this content but yeah i love that you have been um doing that i Mm -hmm. also uh completed my task i can't i think well my my first task was to launch and you wouldn't allow me to have only that (laughs) as a task (laughs) So I think my second task was to do two course lessons, which I did. And I did half of another one, uh, which I really thought I was going to get done this week, but I didn't. Uh, I thought I would get three completed and it just, um, I did not. Forfeit. Oh, piss off. I did my task. I did my two. So I'm kidding, no way. I'm kidding. Okay. So question of the week, question of the week. So, um, question. Yeah. Well, I'm cheating again this week. It is a two part question. 
Um, and I'm going, I, yeah, I am going to give you the context first. So, you know, I love Becca Syme and I interviewed her and she blew my brains out and I really want to take her course and on all this stuff. And I just love, I love psychology and I love something. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell you this first. No, I'm going to tell you. So I love something that she said uh, in particular, which she, she talked about how most people will look at their weaknesses and how they can develop those. But excellent people look at their strengths and then multiply those because it's easier to 10x something that's a strength and get a hundred out of it than it is trying to 10x something that's only a three level skill up to 30. So you get more out of the, the hundred, the, the 10, the thing that you are excellent at is, is the point. I told you I was tired and, and finding it hard. <laughs> so with that in mind, what is your best marketing skill? <laughs> damn sasha <laughs> what's my best marketing skill i so i'm trying to like filter through the the, the amount of things i'm amazing at <laughs> <laughs> no i'm no i so i think one thing i oh, see i've got like three things that are jumping out at me. I'm not sure which way to almost prioritize them. So I'll, I'll you just, can say all three, yeah. but when you finish saying all three, I want you to pick one. Okay. Well, number one is I, I'm really, really good at, I'm going to strip this down to it's, it's bare basics. I'm really, really good at mimicking and imitating and um, evolving style. So when it comes to copywriting, um, without getting into the mechanics of inflating my own ego, I do think that I've got quite a good grasp of identifying audience, identifying language, looking at different, um, when it comes to fiction, different things like genres and stuff as well. So I think I've got a, a strong enough grasp of the human, the human language, the English language. <laughs> Maybe I'm tired as well. Um, <laughs> I've got a strong enough grasp of the English language that I can manipulate words to different audiences. And I have, um, quite a strong ability to research and find out who I'm speaking to so that I know that I can try and communicate in the best way possible. Um, so that's one. Another one is systemization. Uh, because one thing that I've noticed that in my old day job was I, I inherited a, what was essentially a broken marketing department. And one of the things that was missing was there were no processes or no systems. There was nothing that, that made it easy to work as a team and to all pull together. So I spent, a good deal of my time coming up with solutions on how I could manage a team of designers with a team of copywriters with a team of uh, web heads um, and making it so that we could all work together. We could all have, I mean, there was actually nothing. <laughs> the department was a sham. I'm not going to go into that, but it was ridiculous. But then also with Hawk and Cleaver, a lot of um, what I feel I've done is find solutions to help us all work together and stronger as a team. Um, so that it becomes easier to do things like, uh, organizing the other stories podcast where we've got a constant influx of stories narrators we've got the people producing it um so systems is another one that uh, i i think i do quite well um and i actually think in in sort of just rambling about this stuff one of the one of the things that i think i feel that i have is a strong sense of empathy so i can understand or i feel that i can understand i don't want to say definitively because that would be arrogant 
but I feel like I can empathize very, very easily with the type of people I'm trying to read, or I can easily put myself in other people's shoes to understand how it might be coming across from the other side. Because I feel like no matter what part of marketing that you're involved in, or even when it comes to selling books and things, if you can't put yourself in the shoes of the reader who's at the other, send, at the other end of the email you're about to send, who's at the other end of the book that you're writing, um, the other end of seeing the book cover, all that kind of stuff, if you can't put yourself in that position, you're at a bit of a disadvantage because ultimately you're trying to sell to a person. And if you can't identify who that person is, what they are, what their life story is, then you're disabling yourself from the start or you're just disadvantaging yourself from the start. Um, so I feel like that's one thing that I'm quite, I'm quite strong at is empathy and human connection. Um, obviously I, I interview people regularly for great writers share. Um, I brought people together for various different projects. I'm writing a book on, collaboration check it out on the youtube feed um <laughs> but yeah i think a lot of it is i enjoy people i enjoy trying to understand how people work and in essence just to bring this kind of ramble to a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a rounded edge i think probably my strongest asset is the psychology of marketing and understanding the the audience that i'm trying to reach i think it's really interesting that one in the three were very connected Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. So should I answer before we do part B or should you, shall I ask you part B and then I'll answer both A and B? Without knowing what B is, I'm not sure what the right answer is. Okay, I'd be interested just, to hear your take on it. Okay. So I, I really struggled with this because um, I, uh, if I'm perfectly honest, I struggle to see any strengths in myself. And that's just me, it's just who I am, and let's not go into the psychology of that. So I had a, I wanted to ask this question because I was very interested in your take on it, because I see lots of strengths. And, and funnily enough, the I wouldn't have worded it the way that you worded it, but there was definitely something about um, like the psychology, and I was thinking more, you know, like the questioning and the interviewing and how you see things. It, you have a really good skill at seeing through things but anyway um so i i yeah i did struggle with this i i came to the conclusion that i have two skills and um so the first one is and i don't really know how to describe this but i have this ability to bring people together and i don't really know how i do it but i have done it consistently <laughs> throughout my life and so even before i um had built my facebook group which is a highly highly engaged facebook group and i adore mm. them um you know and my patreon slack group is highly engaged and all of these things before before i did that i uh ran a annual event called called the annual bloggers bash and i i created these awards and i would have tens of thousands of people voting on these things every year and I had people flying from Australia to the UK to come to this event like from all over the world we had people literally from like most of the continents it was crazy Amazing. and so I, I, don't, I don't know what it is but I think I draw people in together who are like-minded so that's the first skill and the second skill I think I have a unique way of teaching and um so you know a lot and it's actually a lot of the things that people have been saying just this week through the launch is that um i make teaching fun 
and it's you know a lot of people who try and teach writing often make it quite dry and quite dull so yeah i think those are my two skills i make learning fun and i draw people to get i create groups of people i don't yeah i, I create communities i suppose so my second question or unless you want to say something i don't know you looked like my, you wanted to say something no my only question that was bring off of that is just again because it i'm curious about it is when you when you chose your two was it mostly because the things that you thought were strengths had been validated by other people already so you felt that you could embrace it as a strength or did um, any of them you come to that conclusion by yourself um i i pattern spotted i suppose so yeah. i was like what have i done regularly and i was like i i regularly create very strong communities and even when they're small communities they seem to always thrive and um i don't know why that is it's just i just <laughs> i don't know yeah so i need to work out why i do that or how i do it it's but, interesting um, i'm i'm a so i used to be a people bringer together i haven't been so much since lots of stuff over the past few years but i was always the person that was like okay we're doing something tonight and then i did an experiment once where i was like i was at university my friends obviously lived all nearby and stuff I remember specifically in my head going, I'm going to not invite anyone to do anything for a month and see what happens. And fuck all happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the organizer yeah. in our family. Someone as well. needs that. Yeah. That's a really, <laughs> there you go. That's a really yeah. key part to, to play. Yeah. So, like, we always joke about this. Chloe, I, I don't know. That's not true. I, I, Chloe doesn't really organize seeing her friends or anything. I will sort of organize those things. And, and this is what, what I mean. Like we almost joke about it in our relationship that if, if I don't organize it, it's not going to happen. Um, but also that bringing people together. Um, and but the, the interesting, the thing that I find the funniest is that I will bring these people together and then I'll, I'll pull away. And I'll just go and be in the corner <laughs> and I just let everybody go. Off you go, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> just sit with you, Jin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just let everybody go for it. Um, yeah. So, um, no, the interesting thing is I don't um, really, the external, good example of how I don't really pay attention to external validation. I didn't even check the bestseller ranks yesterday. Somebody <laughs> else had to tell me my book had an orange tag. <laughs> context uh, for the yeah. people listening if it weren't for dan i wouldn't have known i got a bestseller tag on the anatomy of praise <laughs> thank you dan um, you're welcome yeah uh, so i don't really uh the only person's validation i'm interested in is my own unfortunately i'm a horrible bitch and i don't ever really give myself <laughs> any validity anyway this is all a very long psychological tangent i see it i love it tangent i see what you've done here um <laughs> <laughs> must be your skills okay so the important question oh in okay the, right yeah so no part b is the important bit okay so in the context of leveling up your business um how what can you do how can no hang on oh god i'm so tired um in the context of leveling up your business how can you use those best skills more no, I, yeah, I completely get what you're asking. Um, do you? Cause... No, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's quite interesting because literally over the past week, I've been subconsciously thinking about this kind of stuff anyway, um, because obviously I, I need to start putting wheels into 
my publishing business. I need to start looking at actioning things. Um, I'm clearing off a few things from my plate. So that's a nice excuse not to act on stuff. But um, I think a little bit comes back to one of the questions you asked before about what, what is standing in your way. And I just, I know that I, over the past few years, I've been less, um, less likely to actually take action on those skills that I have because I've, I've put a lot of myself in the background in terms of um, trying to think how to word this in terms of, you know, I've had a kid, I've had a, a change in jobs. I've had a change in like family life and everything else. And I've spent a lot of it almost in defensive mode, trying to just focus on myself. And up till this point, up until I, I formed my publishing company, which I was about to say what the name and everything was, and I'm not going to do that yet. Cause I've not announced it. Um, a lot of that has been basically me just going, okay, focus on you, build you, get to where you need to be in terms of your writing and everything else until you get to a point where you can start taking on other authors and speaking to people about that. And one interesting thing has been over the last two, three weeks, I've spoken to a couple of authors who are potentially interested in, in working with me. Um, I've started being more deliberate in the guests that I choose on great writers to share because I'm really trying to like hone in on the knowledge that I'm picking and the connections that I'm making. Um, not in a way in which I'm trying to like use and abuse people, but literally just trying to like, I, I've, I've realized uh, there's a selfish part of me. I need to make sure that I'm interested in what I'm doing and what I'm learning um, because that's the only way that I'm going to benefit and level up. And what I have started doing is being more forthright in terms of talking about what my future plans are to the people who might be a part of those future plans. So I said to you, and I won't, I won't say publicly who it, who it was, but I was speaking to a, an author this week about potentially um, in a few months down the line, looking at one of his current novels or novellas. Um, I've already narrowed down 50, 50 by saying what gender it is, <laughs> but uh, yeah, about potentially picking up one of his works and bringing it on. But again, going back to what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, which I feel like there's a kind of trend here in terms of you trying to push me to do stuff and I don't appreciate it, <laughs> <laughs> but there's an element of, uh, me just going okay let's let's be upfront let's be honest because in that conversation that we had I said about how uh, I'm often I often play reservedly because I'm worried about being too excited and affecting people if something goes wrong and I think what I need to do is use the skills that I have in terms of understanding people a bit more setting the expectations that I need to set to go forward with my business and and just start reaching out to people and, and building more of that community and getting more involved I've already put taken um a couple of steps in terms of building communities, which I'm uh, admittedly a little bit passive in still, um, in which I'm trying to connect with people who I could be working with. But I think I just really need to hone down, be a bit more specific on. I was just about to say, so what actually is it that you're going to do? <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. So, so what I'm, what I'm going to do is basically I'm going to, um, infiltrate is a horrible word but infiltrate some author community start getting my name out there a bit more and basically just start pushing myself forward as a publisher of of horror to start sowing the seeds of what i need to do um speaking to the right people and also just outright speaking to some of the people i'm interested in and saying here's where i'm at uh this could be a possibility down the line um would you be interested in starting to make those connections and see where they go because I know that the only way you can actually progress is by putting your feet forward so up until this point I've been focusing on myself and standing still but I'm 
pretty much in a position now where I can start bringing people on board. And, and like I say, I think it's been, I'm going to listen back to this conversation. It's just going to be me rambling just like in self-reflection. Um, yeah, I think up until this point, and like I say, I've been thinking about this a lot over the past week. It's not even just in my writing life, in my personal life as well. I've, I've taken the back seat a lot and I've not done a lot of proactive stuff to play on those skills, bringing people together similarly to you. And also, um, just reaching out to people and being, being me. This is, this is taking a weird turn. <laughs> I don't know if that answers it in any way or if I've literally just rambled, but it kind of makes sense in my head. I think, um, I, I think, I think it does. I, I guess I will be interested to see what systems you put in place for your mm. publishing company. And I, I think what you're getting at is, um, if I may be so forthright as to presume, uh -huh. um, you're going, the thing that you are, the, out of the three, the thing that you are going to actually take action on is using the empathy and the psychology to start making the connections that you need in order to mm. build your publishing company. Is that yeah, a fair assessment? Pretty much. Just being bold enough to know that I've got that value. And that there is something worth coming into my business for because I do have, it's one of those things where I've been in, I've been in writing horror for like nearly five years. I've been in this business for nearly five years. I'm a full-time author and yet it's only really been the last week or two where I've gone, okay, that's something of value. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's something that I understand enough of the business. I understand enough of the plight of authors, let alone the readers themselves to be able to say okay i can be a publisher mm. so yeah i think that rounds it up a bit more on to you <laughs> yeah and I, unless you've got any further questions but i think um no i don't i think i yeah i i think um i am thoroughly enjoying seeing you grow in confidence week up week by week and like watching your journey just through a completely you know <laughs> <laughs> psychological perspective watching somebody else's journey it's fascinating it um is. It is. isn't it though isn't it yeah. oh yes um so i said all week all week i've been teasing you about this question and then also saying and i have no fucking idea what my answer to part <laughs> b is um <laughs> so this is really difficult so even the, the question the question that i am always left with uh with when I said these skills, I think these are probably some of my best skills, but I don't know if I enjoy doing those things the most. So yeah, it leaves me with a bit of a predicament because obviously if I'm very good at something, you would think that that would be your favorite thing. So, you know, I, I stopped doing the um, uh, bloggers bash conferences because they took up a lot of time and energy and I loved, I loved them and I l adored the people that I worked with. Um, I can't imagine there's a lot of like financial rewards for those. No, so there was no financial reward exactly, um, and it, it took up a lot of time. And I do organise various conferences and things, and I don't necessarily enjoy it. But I don't know if I only don't enjoy it because there's no, or or the, the financial rewards aren't enough. I don't know. I don't know. In terms of the teaching, I love. I love the books that I write, but, um, and I'm really enjoying the course that I'm creating, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I could, I don't, 
I, the reason I asked this question was because I don't know. And, um, but what Becca said constantly plays on my mind. And I'm like, it, how can I make more of these? Because it's easier for me to be better at these things because I'm already good at them. So half of me is like, do, are these not actually the, my best skills? Do I have other skills that are better? I'm not sure. Because you would think that whatever your best skills are, are the things that you want to do. Whereas I want to write fiction. <laughs> so I don't know. It's really hard. Part of, you know, I, I half think if I am with the teaching side, if I'm starting to create courses and I'm probably taking that to the next level anyway. Um, but yeah, so I don't know that I have a good answer for this, um, which is a bit shit really. Well, I was going to say the, the fact that you're creating the courses and the fact that you're struggling so much with an answer for this question might just be because you are currently taking what you feel that next step would be. I mean, there's always going to be a thousand different things you can do to, to amplify your skills. Um, and actually, like little side note, I was really, really interested to answer this question because uh, I'm a big fan of a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V, uh, VAA on social media. And he's massively into all this kind of um, mindset, productivity, social media. He's like a massive social media guru. And his whole ethos is double down on, on your skills and then basically pay other people to do, to do the things that you're shit at, um, which is a very different approach to what a lot of people take. But no, I think if you're potentially this, you know, only you will know the answer to this. It might be a case of because you are actively already doing something that utilizes those skills that it is a difficult question to answer. I mean, I've seen, I've seen your community that you built. I'm in your community and there's so much going on there that I'm literally like with my community, I'm like, how the fuck do I match this or, or get, get it to a point where like it's, it's that active. It's that, um, people embracing what's going on. Yeah. And the interesting thing is like, um, you see people who, you see people who create communities around, you know, just lovers of writing or lovers of publishing, but you've created a mini group of rebels that's centered around an idea or the concept of rebellion as opposed to writing. Everyone's unified by the idea of writing, but at its center, everyone's embracing the idea of the rebel author, which, which I, I, I generally think it's, it's, um, it's, it's worth, I can't think of the right words. I'm going to say like the really shit version. It's worth a clap. <laughs> like it's worth a round of applause. Cause like having, having people that are that actively bought into an idea is difficult to do. And it's something that needs constant maintenance. It's something that needs a heart and a soul and a passion put into it because people will only respond to the enthusiasm that you project. And obviously there's enough there that it's building that community. So I'm not saying that you're in any way maxed out on those things, but it could just be that, you know, that's there. That's, that's already happening. My, I suppose my residing question is how do I merge the two? How do I merge my, or not how, but should I, perhaps that is another way I can take it to the next level is by merging my, my skill of bringing people together, bringing like-minded people together and teaching. I don't know. It feels like there's something just outside of my reach and I think, you know, maybe it's just because I'm tired or, you know, I haven't pondered on the question enough. But I feel like there should, will, will, should, could, might be some time in the future. You can see, I'm struggling for words, but also because it's not, <laughs> you can see it's not there yet. But yeah, yeah I, I feel like there might be a merging of the two at some point. I don't know mm. what that looks like. I don't know what it will be, what it will create, but... It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Really yeah. interesting to see. 
Now, I, I just want to say I, I absolutely love this question. I think not enough people do double down on the things they're good at. And people, people worry so much about, oh, like I'm great with words, but I'm shit with numbers. And people will then spend ages working on trying to improve their numbers. And although like I believe in the growth mindset and I believe that you can, you can achieve anything that you want to as long as like, you put your mind to it. Um, so you probably could learn numbers, but the amount of effort you're expending to learn that skill when you could just be accelerating something that will be beneficial to yourself or other people, it's a, it's, it's a thought process that a lot of people don't look at. Mm. yeah and i am all for like efficiency and effectiveness so mm. if i can do what i'm good at more effectively then i am all in <laughs> yeah i do not know if i answered this question well but there we go <laughs> i think you did i think you did um okay so before we go to the comments and the audience question uh, for for this week how are you leveling leveling up your business this week so my big thing this week is I'm actually going to put in, I, I need to, I've got my launch plan for collaboration for authors, but I need to actually put the wheels into motion and start getting all of those bits rolling. So I've wrapped up the videos. Now it's all about getting the book promoted. Excellent. Um, I am going to do a controversial one. Uh, I'm going to rest for my mental health and my physical health. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so no, I am going to do something and I will tell you what that is in a minute. But um, uh, for the most part, I have to pack my house now because we are in T minus, what's the day today? About 11 days from moving. So most of this week will be packing. Um, however, I would like to get some more of the course done um, I don't think I'm going to put a number on it though, because no. I just, I need to like rest. Do you know what I would really like? I would really like to not work any evening this week. <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't think it's, it's necessarily going to happen, <laughs> um, but that's what I would like. I'd like at least a couple of nights on the trot where I don't have to work. I do have to do some mop up marketing and stuff because, uh, there's lots of like articles and interviews going out that I need to do promotional stuff for. Um, mm. And also I just need to make sure that I'm caught up with my freelance stuff so that I can take a whole week off the week that I move. I'm taking a whole week off, a Damn. whole week off. I know, Damn. I literally can't, I haven't mm. had a week off since I was mm. on a holiday mm. a year ago. I know, <laughs> I know. Like, Wait, you took a week off just over a year ago? Yeah. You lucky bitch. I know, I know. <laughs> this is the thing, like people don't understand. When you do this full time, you literally work seven days a week. Even oh, even on the days that you take off, you still yep. manage to do work. Like it's ridiculous. This world, yep. this life is ridiculous. And none of us even give a shit because we love yeah. it. <laughs> the the amount of people I know that are like bored at the minute with coronavirus, no offense to anyone that is out there who is bored, but the amount of people that are bored and they're just like, I've got nothing to do. And it's just, I'm sitting there going like, even on days where I try to do nothing, I'm doing something. <laughs> I physically can't help it. I need to. And I have to. Oh my God, you are literally speaking to my soul right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm sat here going, right, tomorrow I'm going to have a Sunday off because I've been trying to be like a lot better to myself in terms of like, I mentioned it on my uh, on Great Roots Reality Share um, this week that I'm just, I'm easing back. I've pushed a project away a little bit so I can give myself some breathing room. Tomorrow, I'm like, I don't technically have to do anything. I'm still going to be up at half five or six. I'm still going to be writing words. <laughs> it's just, it is. It's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, questions from, I mean, comments from last week. Yes. So, bam, bada, bow. 
The question was, how big is your minimum? Uh, and Holly Line started with, she just watched the YouTube video and saw the brilliant forfeit. Thank you, Sasha. Um, <laughs> her minimum, funnily enough, last year, she came across a concept of enough lists. So she made one. You divide your life into categories and make a list for each of what counts as enough. And interestingly, she did post a picture on the Facebook group for anyone that wants to check it out. Uh, but interestingly, the night before, or the day of that post, I literally made one for myself. And obviously off of our conversation, a lot of that came from that. Um, and the idea of having an enough list, I think is absolutely freaking brilliant because as long as you, it comes back to last week, as long as you know what your minimum is, everything else is productive. So it doesn't have to just go for work. It can extend to life as well. If you've got children, if you've got, um, it's literally an example I think of children. That's all that exists. <laughs> and your day job and I don't know, your house chores and everything else. As long as you're doing what you set as your minimum, then the only place you can go is up. Um, did you have any words on that? Because I know you were quite enthusiastic about that in the in the group itself. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I, I loved it. And um, yeah, I would love to do one. I haven't done one. I was a bit busy this week. That's <laughs> my question I, for you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, I think I will. Um, I, I found it really inspirational, actually, and almost shocking. I, I was almost shocked. So simple. Yeah. I thought it was genius and uh, yeah, I was, it was, it was so simple and so brilliant that it was absolutely shocking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really do love the concept and I really do think it is something that I will, I think I will also find it a very hard task to complete just yes. as the type of person I am. Yeah. And we live in a world of to do's. So no one ever thinks about, you know, to, to do. not do's. But yeah. To yeah. Not do's. Um, and then Caitlin Duncan added uh, such a great idea. I definitely need to try one of those. I have a habit of getting on myself for not getting it all done, but I'm starting to realize that my sense of accomplishment needs to come from what I have done, which again, um, Genius. you know, I, I can completely empathize with that too. So thanks for sending in those comments, everyone. Okie dokie. What's the audience question of the week? How are you going to work this? <laughs> um, I am going to say, what is your best marketing skill and how can you do more of that? No, what will you do to make the most of it? So what is your best marketing skill and what will you do to make more of it? Oh, I'm so right? interested to see. Yeah. 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 I'm so interested to see what people come back with this because everyone has something, even if they yeah. don't. Um, yeah. And, you know, working with people over years, there's such a variety of things that people do well at. So yeah, get your comments in. Okay, and we will see you guys next week and hopefully I will be a little bit less tired. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. authors.